What's up, Videolanders? I'm your host, Brad Hawkins, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Videoland. Tonight, I have a very special guest. I will be speaking with Viviano Cantanelli. He is the director of a short film titled Portal to Hell. It stars the late, great Roddy Piper, who is a ex-boxer turned maintenance man who discovers two tenants in the basement attempting to open an evil portal to welcome the Dark Lord himself into our world. I have been looking forward to this short film for over a year. Um, I can't wait to speak with Viviano. Uh, we have a short window, though. Um, Viviano is in the middle of a shoot. Um, he's doing what directors do. He's creating. He's keeping busy. He's catching planes. He's traveling from here to there. So we only have about 30 minutes tonight. Um, so I have to keep this tight um, and jump right into just Portal to Hell and kind of uh, frame the episode around that. So uh, without further ado, please welcome Viviano Cantanelli. Welcome to Videoland, Viviano. Oh, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, no problem, man. Um, I hope I got that name right. Um, you don't know yeah. how many YouTube videos I had to watch until I heard you actually correct somebody um, yeah. in saying your name. Uh, no, no, that sounds good, Ben. You got it. You got it. Good deal. Is it, uh, I felt like uh, when I was watching this, I was uh, kind of like reciting Inglorious Bastards. I felt like I was Eli Roth and I was trying to, I was like Viviano Cantalini. I was like, <laughs> I was really trying to get a good bite there. Did I do pretty good? <laughs> yeah, it sounds good. <laughs> right on, man. So you directed a short film um, titled Portal to Hell that I've been excited about for a long time. Uh, can you tell Videolanders about this film and how it came together? Um, well, I guess... I'll go way back how it came together. I think Matt Watts, the writer of Portal to Hell, he had this idea some years ago. And, and it, it was a little, I guess you could say it was kind of like John Carpenter directing Overboard, if that makes any kind of sense. It was basically, he really liked the whole Kurt Russell, Goldie Hawn dynamic kind of thing. And he wrote a, a, a treatment of sorts for that concept and and uh, um, and it was called Portal to Hell uh, um, and then uh, he approached me a few years ago about developing that project uh, um, maybe it was more than a few years ago I, I got, it was a, let's say three four years ago and uh, um, you know and I, and I dug the concept and stuff but I just thought like getting it off the ground as a feature might be a little bit tough just with any like just raising money all the time and stuff for for, for anything so doing a feature and, and, and generally with cross genre stuff i always find like comedy horror as well it's hard to kind of convey the tone in scripts and stuff and then people aren't so kind of keen on just forking over you know money blindly yeah for sure. uh, so i thought maybe you know when we talked about it I said maybe if we did it as a short uh um, and use that short as a calling card for the feature uh, um, that might kind of be the best, best course of action kind of thing. And just thinking more long-term uh, um, and not getting hung up in the development process of just jumping right to feature. So that's what we did. And, and, and you know, that in itself was a, was a huge task as well. And uh, um, so, yeah, it took us a couple of years where we finally got the short made and made how we wanted. And, uh, um, yeah, and I guess kind of, you know, it's, it, it's really taken off for us and it's, it's been amazing. Yeah, that's very interesting you say that. I just spoke with Andy Klimzak yesterday um, from Fanorama, um, the Futurana fan film. Uh, and uh, they said the same thing, man. They use Cinema Relics, um, their production company, to 
um, pretty much um, to make something now so they could, you know, get something done later, you know? Yeah. Uh, very interesting. Yeah, uh, you know, and that's not necessarily, like, I, I know it, it, some people might think, oh, Christ, like, can't we just jump and do the feature? We're ready for that. But, you know, you learn a bit more about your project when you do those kind of intermediate things. And, and, and you know, it, it's, um, no, I think it, it was a really cool process, and I think it really helped. It's really going to make the portal feature even better kind of thing uh, uh, um, in, in some cases, you know. I love the genre mesh up here of Overboard and John Carpenter, you know, that you were just talking about. Um, was there any other films that inspired Portal to Hell? Um, are you, obviously, you're probably a fan of 80s horror. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know what? There was a, a definite Carpenter influence, but I, I, I think there was a slight influence definitely in 80 genre, but there was nothing really, really specific. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, like there was just so much of it in there. So it, it just kind of became something of its own, you know, but if I had to say one thing specifically, it was definitely Carpenter. Uh, um, that, that, that was one of the main influence kind of in the style of it and stuff. And, you know, we, we really didn't shoot too many close ups in that. Like I just kind of, kind of kept, the coverage a little wider and stuff and let things kind of play out uh, uh, um, and all that kind of in, in, in the Carpenter style. But, you know, even that is kind of uh, minimal, you know. Uh, um, it's just, yeah, it's just a fan of horror and, and, and genre and, and, and obviously 80s to 90s stuff and even 70s stuff, but more focused on, on the 80s, I would say for sure. Yeah, right on. And I've been following this project for a while and uh, I read somewhere that you were a you know fan of um, Shot of the Dead and Attack the Block. Um, did those inspire this at all? Um, they're more inspiring the feature. Okay. I would say for sure. You know, because there's only so much you can do in the short. So it, it, it's it's you know it was a lot smaller, but the feature version is definitely uh, um, the draft that we have now is very much yeah Shaun of the Dead more way more Attack the Block and even kind of older like Joe Dante and Zemeckis kind of thing. Oh, excellent. You know, it, it, it's that kind of vibe, you know, uh, um, and very, like, yeah, and I think that the whole Carpenter kind of influences will, will you know, I think we've, we, we, full, we fully have departed from that. Yeah, and I want to geek out with you for a minute here, man. Do you think we're yeah. ever going to get an Attack the Block 2? You think we're ever going to get a sequel? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Because that's a, that's a great film. I've always said I wanted to see uh, an Attack the Block sequel. I, I even had a title for it, man. I wanted it to be called Moses and the Monsters, man. <laughs> I certainly hope so. I certainly, like, yeah, that's, that's like, you know, you know, Stranger Things is all good and well and stuff like that. But this the tone of Attack the Block, that's where it's at for me. Yeah, badass. You know what I mean, and and there is a bit more of a bite to it. It is badass, man. You know what I mean, and then it's it's, you know, I don't know. I, I I certainly hope so. I certainly do. Now, did you write the role of Jack specifically for Roddy Piper in Portal to Hell? No, uh, uh, Matt had Kurt Russell in mind when he wrote it, and uh, um, and then uh, uh, um, it was very Kurt, and then. We were brainstorming on casting about who we can get to play Jack uh, um, in the early stages. And then when we, well, obviously we knew we weren't going to get Kurt at that point uh, um, for a short kind of film. 
then once we knew we had Roddy, or at least when we, we were focusing on getting Roddy, because that was a bit of a process too, of trying to uh, get him to sign on, uh, um, Matt definitely wrote it for Roddy, did another pass, and he really did a great job of capturing Roddy's voice. He really had it down, you know? And so I think that was a big, you know, that, that really kind of influences well Roddy's kind of performance as well, you know, because it's, it's, he was very low key and that's what we wanted. We wanted him to be Jack and he was great at that. We didn't want Roddy Piper, the Roddy Piper big persona that we yeah. all grew up watching, the wrestling Roddy Piper, you know. Uh, uh, um, so, yeah, so in a sense, in, in a way it was. Once we kind of knew that Roddy was the direction, Matt definitely wrote it for Roddy. Okay, uh, yeah. Uh, kind of thing. And because they live, man, we just did a uh, secret alien invasion marathon. Um, and what oh, yeah. we do um, adventures here is we take five to six movies and we we put them um, in a in a in a big blender, man. And we have twenty categories, everything from best location to best picture, you know. And we hand out what we call golden idols, and the and the best picture, you know, runs away. Whatever has the most golden idols wins. Um, and I tell you what, man, we put they live, the thing, invasion of the body snatchers, the world's end, um, uh, two other ones. And I tell you what, man, they live holds up so well. It does. It does. It's gotten better. Yeah, it has. I think the film that, uh, we're seeing a revival of sorts, especially with the current political structure that we're in. Oh yeah. It's, 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 they live. It played, uh, um, like I, I own, they live like on almost every format, but I don't watch it that much you know what i mean yeah like like, like it's like and then uh, um it played here in toronto with portal opening for uh, um a few months back a couple months back that's so cool so yeah i watched like and it was yeah it really it really aged well like, you know, yeah, like it's it just fun better. man it's just a fun movie but there's so much commentary and bite that you can have yeah. you know the best of both worlds there yeah no, it is great. It, 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 like all of this stuff, you know, like the early stuff, like like I would say, like maybe like from like not the knock vampires and Ghost of Mars because they're all both good in their own right kind of thing. But you know, even just watching the thing to the fog, even and 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 you know, all that stuff still holds up so well. Even Prince of Darkness, I remember watching that when I was a kid, and it just didn't do anything for me. I'm talking like when I was like eight years old, it just came on VHS, and it just didn't have the i don't know I, it just it was just over my head really what it was i watch it now and fuck it's awesome i know it's man so fucking awesome and it's funny too because if you would have asked me probably i don't know 10 15 years ago i always got hung up on the fact with they live that kurt russell wasn't in it you know i always wanted him to be yeah. kurt russell but then i would say probably i don't know probably six seven years ago you know i was like i just like man Roddy was perfect for that role. He really was. Yeah, no, he was. He was. He was that kind of because he, in a way, he was a bit of a fish out of water. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like just like being in the movies and stuff, and, and that was kind of his first. That was definitely his first big role. Like they did, what do you do? Like Hell Comes to Frogtown. Yeah. Before that, and and and. Um, which the effects on that wasn't so bad, actually. I don't know who did the frog. Uh, the frog. I, I can't remember uh, what artist did that. But, uh, um, yeah, it was like his first big thing. But there was a sense of just kind of, you know, uh, uh, fish out of water kind of thing. And then they kind of 
lent himself to, to his character kind of but uh, uh, um, yeah there's a lot of movies that still hold up like you know from that era that just kind of were dismissed or really didn't which is great you know and, and it's you know finding all new audiences and stuff and I I know for some of the probably the filmmakers they're just like you know fucking great why now yeah what right <laughs> exactly but, man that has to suck right. but you know better late than never yeah guess, some people get know. to reap the award you know the rewards kind of like uh, Sam Raimi you know he can go off and make you know whatever he wants pretty much now but yeah some of the uh, like you brought up uh, uh, Joe Dante you know and yeah. things like that it's like yeah. man uh, I would love to see a huge revival of some of these directors, man. But that's why I'm excited about your project because it taps into um, that nostalgia and that love. I mean, and I want to get into the soundtrack here in a little bit, but even the yeah. soundtrack and the, the look of this film and using using Roddy, you know, it just it taps into something that I personally love. Um, now, I met Roddy on a number of Cajun, occasions at uh, different horror conventions. Um, this dude was so awesome, man. If, if, yeah. I wish that everyone could just meet Roddy. You know, it's like he was the kind of guy that would, he would give you that firm handshake. He would look you in the eye. and you would, yeah. He genuinely cared for his fans. Um, I went oh, yeah. to, I probably met him five or six times at conventions. And my son was always with me. And what was really cool is at a lot of these conventions, you know, some people are stuck on themselves. And then you meet people that are legitimately cool, you know. And he was the kind of guy that you would always pass up and he would just be like, hey, hey, hold up. You know, he would like, you'd be walking away and he had a line at his table, but he would always talk to you. Yeah. Always no, cool. Absolutely. Uh, and did Absolutely. you, can you describe uh, your time with Roddy and any fond yeah. memories that you had on set? Yeah. You know, it, it's just like you said, you know, he always had time for everybody. And, and, you know, he, he gave it his all. Is all I could say. And geez, like, like uh, I'm trying to think what's the way of, of the best way of kind of saying this is like. I almost think that's kind of why he passed, as he was just he was just so exhausted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like just just the traveling. Like, you know, I'm 40 and I got I travel a lot for work and it just beats the shit out of me. Right, like I gotta get on a plane, I gotta fly here, I gotta fly there, and it, and it's just like it's a fraction of the traveling and the you know the you know the, the shows and, and the, the the signings that he would have to do, like not even close. And he just did it. He just did it because he needed to be there for his fans, and he just cared so much about his fans. Like coming to our set, I remember our call time was like six a.m., and he flew in. He got there at like twelve thirty, one o'clock in the morning. We talked to him flying in from Indianapolis and, you know, he just, he did, you know, he was there for like four days straight and they were hard, long days, you know, and, and, you know, right after he flew up that night to go to another convention. Yeah. That's crazy, isn't it? it uh, yeah. And it's, and essentially he's probably doing that like, you know, a good 364 days a year, probably, you know, like. Uh, he really took no time for himself. He was just tireless, like just tireless, man. And uh, and it was all just for his fans to serve his fans. And I just think it must have just run him down, you know. How like you know at that age too. And and so it was just. And it's not know, like it's one of those things either, where he let himself go. I mean, he was in pretty good shape. Yeah. No, he was. He ate right. You know. He drank a lot of of, uh, of coke. <laughs> but that's it I think that was his vice man you yeah know, we all have our time. vices don't we <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah no he was he was a class act all the way and everyone loved him and he treated everybody the same 
you know, like, like whether it was a PA or the producer, like uh, from top to bottom, you know, everybody was just the same to him. Uh, uh, um, and he left, he bought us beer, like the whole crew beer. That's he awesome. Just, yeah. Like, you know, it, it, it was, it was really special. It was really, really special, you know, just being able to, you know, to be a small, tiny part of that guy's life, you know, yeah. and, and for all of us. And, and, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's such a shame, you know, and we all have to leave at some point, but yeah. You know. And that's, that's so, uh, you know, it's, it's so special though. I mean, it's like, you never know, man, life is so short, you know, and, and just, yeah, you, you're able to share that special moment with him, man. I'm sure that that is really cool. You know, um, with uh, the passing of Roddy, where does that leave Portal to Hell, the, the feature-length film? Or even the... Because I haven't even been able to see the short yet, man. I've looked all over for this oh, thing really? and I can't find oh, it. Okay. Yeah. I'll send you a link. Just oh, thank God. Right. I'll, I'll send you a link, bud. <laughs> thank uh, God. Um, it, uh, um, you know, it, it leaves us in a bit of a kind of... We don't want to just cast the film for the sake of it getting made, so to speak. You know, like... We just don't want to plug and play because that's what a lot of times what happens in features. You need, you, it's tough because you need someone, you need a leading, uh, uh, um, you know, man or woman to trigger financing sometimes to package things. You know, a lot of the times, distributors and backers, financiers, what have you. That's what they want. They want a star so they can sell the movie. And you know, a lot of the times, you just kind of put someone in there it's kind of fits the bill but we'll get you the money and that's what we don't want to do is just get someone just to get the film made yeah you know we want to pick the right person you know and and really kind of find a legend that'll fill a legend shoe so to speak so it's 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 a process that's all i can say and you know you know what as a fan okay as a fan what's keith david doing (laughs) Well, that's a thing. Like, like between us, like Matt and I, really, you know, and, and, and all your listeners and fans and stuff, we love Keith David, and, and we really want him to be a part of it, uh, 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 for sure, in some way, shape, or form. But it's it's like, it, it, it's first we've got to get the script, you know, ready and stuff and all that kind of thing. And, 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 you know, and then we'll see. We'll see what happens. But, you know, right now, which is kind of where just kind of weighing things out seeing who would fit the bill and and we haven't went after anybody yet uh uh you know so we'll see we'll see but keith would be oh man he'd be awesome so how are you going to handle the character of jack then are you going to rewrite it a different different character here i mean no no it'll be jack okay it'll be jack and genie but the feature is going to be a little it'll it'll it's actually genie's story and it's always been that, uh, uh, um, even before the you know Roddy passed, uh, um, we had the feature as Jeannie's story, and she's kind of the riches to rags, much like Overboard, riches to rags kind of story coming in and moving into the building, and you know we touched on it very in a, in a brief, brief scene in the in the short that you'll see. Uh, uh, um, but really, the feature is about her coming and, and, and coming into the building and kind of coming to terms with, with her life, you know, what it is now kind of thing. And, you know, with that, stumbling on some cultists in the basement who's trying to 
raise Cthulhu back into the uh, in, into the world kind of thing. So you know, it's 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 a bit different, but it's all there. And no, we we don't. Jack's going to be Jack still. You know, and I've been uh, ever since I watched the trailer for this man. Um, I, I did a a small review on the trailer where all of us were geeking out on this thing, man. We're like. Uh, I think the, how long was the the trailer for Portal to Hell? Uh, I think it was like thirty seconds. Okay, yeah, and we're like, man, just the the small things that you see, like him changing the light bulb, he goes downstairs. <laughs> it's like, dude, man, I was like, I think my biggest complaint was like, I want to see a two hour movie of this. You know, I was like, that was my complaint, man. I was like, you know, because I'm that actor guy where I'm like. I could sit down. My favorite parts of a Tarantino movie are the cool action, not the action beats, but the conversation beats, you know, or the Marvel movies when, when the characters are speaking. I could just watch Roddy Piper changing light bulbs and then, you know, fighting evil in the basement all goddamn day. Oh, yeah. No, it would have been, it would have been really special to have him for that. You know, yeah, and that, that, that breaks our heart. You know, it totally does. And he was, he was legitimately excited for this. I remember um, I asked him about this. The, I think it was... Oh, man. I actually, I forget when it was. Um, I want to say, when did he pass? It was a year ago. Like yeah, 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 back. just a year ago. Yeah, I was going to say, I think this was 20, 2014. Does that make sense? Because I think passed. that at, the, at, the, at a oh, convention. Oh, when in, we saw him. Yeah, in 2014, we were in talks with him for sure. Okay, yeah. because I remember talking with him because um, I heard about Portal to Hell. And he was, uh, he signed my, I, had a, I have a huge Obey poster. You know, signed by Roddy and uh, and Keith David, and uh, he was telling me that he was uh, flying out or he was talking with you guys, and he he was really legitimately excited about this. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, he he was he was so much fun on set, so much fun on set. It was it, it was like you know what a there isn't a better way to start your day than coming to work and seeing that man on set. You know that that was uh, that was a dream come true. That's awesome. Well, I. I promised you 30 minutes. We're about 20 minutes now. I know you're a completely busy, man. Um, yeah, so I want to uh, talk to you about crowdfunding, man. What was your experience like crowdfunding um, Portal to Hell? I hate crowdfunding. <laughs> Why is that? I hate it. I hate it with a passion because I just don't have the stomach for it. Like, I, I just, like, it, it was amazing. It was amazing to have so many like, supporters and people that I didn't even know that wanted to see our work, you know, and our film and stuff and, and, and all that, but just like every day, you know what I mean? Every hour, if someone's not contributing, it's just like, oh man, this is it. It's going to end now. No one's ever, no one's going to contribute. You know, it's, it's, it's for me, it's, 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 it's tough. It's just tough. I don't have the stomach for it. That does suck, Um, man. (laughs) uh, um, And Matt was the same way too. (laughs) It got to the point where like, it wasn't healthy for us to be around each other. Wow. But you know, we, 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 we hit more than our mark and, and, and uh, in the end it was great. But yeah, it's just, I'm so, you know. It's, it's just tough. It's just tough. You're really putting yourself out there, you know, and, and I don't know if I'd be able to do it again. Uh, uh, um, you know, but the, the, the great thing is, like I said, you know, you see all these, your friends and family and, and people, your colleagues and, and, and people you don't even know from other countries and stuff that it can reach and, and they're excited to see your film and they want to support it. You know, that was really amazing. That was, that, that was truly amazing. And, 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 and so just validating, you know, and, and, uh, um, also then, you know, you really, you just want to do the best possible job for them as well. 
And uh, so, yeah, I, I, I say all that like in jest almost kind of that it was grueling and, and, and I wouldn't be able to do it again. And, and I'm kind of serious, but I'm kind of not. It, it, it yeah, was yeah, wonderful yeah. as it was tough. Now, you don't have to crowdfund the feature length, do you? Uh, I, I certainly hope not. <laughs> I certainly hope not, but uh, uh, I don't think so. I, I, I don't think so. I think, you know, we have enough support behind us now. You know, it's going to be all about the script, really. And and, and uh, um, the short has did more than what we wanted it for. Uh, um, so that's amazing. We have our calling card. You know, we have our proof of concept and couple that with the script. You know, it's just going it, to, it, it's going to be more or less what it comes down to is, is like, you know, where the financing is going to come from and how much is it going to be. And then at that point, we might have to cater the script to a lower budget potentially, which is fine. You know, uh, um, as long as we know going in what the budget is, it's always, a, I don't have a problem with that. And I don't think either Matt does either. Uh, um it's about the only issues I would ever have is just kind of like you, you write a script for a certain budget and then you don't have time to cater it, you know, to a lower budget if that happens. And then, you know, then you're kind of, you're not, you're not making the best movie you can. Exactly. So, do, you, do you find that you're more creative with restraint? Yes. Or with lack of budget? Yes. Yes. Actually I do. I do. I, I, I like, you know, yeah. When you have to shoot more, and you have to work at a different pace. I find, you know, I don't know, I like, I think I do my best work when it's your backs against the wall and you just have to kind of really think on your feet and just kind of rely on instinct and stuff. It's like, I just kind of, I guess I have a bit of just OC. I just can't sit there and wait, you know? And I think that's just more of the pace. Like, I just kind of get frustrated. So I just like go, 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 which is kind of like more gorilla, more run and gun. I, I do like that, you know? But uh, um, they both have their advantages, obviously, you know? Well, let's talk about the visual uh, the visual effects real quick. Um, before yep. there was Kung Fury, there was a little movie called Manborg. Yeah. <laughs> How did the director of Manborg get involved with Portal to Hell? Uh, um, through a mutual friend of ours, Todd Brown, who was one of the EPs on Portal. Uh, um, I had another feature in development some years back, and I was looking for some some help with, with, with the SFX, with the special effects and stuff. So he introduced me to Steve, just Kostansky. And, uh, um, and then we just became friends very quickly. And, and uh, um, no, he's a great dude, and he really, really helped us out. And uh, uh, it, was, it was amazing having him on board. And, and uh, no, he's, he's just one of the most talented, funniest, and kindest people I know. And, uh, yeah, we were, we were really blessed having him. Uh, be a part of Portal and John Hutton as well, who did the, the VFX, which which was a lot of work with the Portal and everything. And uh, uh, um, yeah, so we, we we had a really good team, you know, on the VFX along with everybody else. Like we had called in so many favors to get this thing made, and, and uh, uh, yeah, it was just a, it, it was real, a real blessing having all these friends coming together for us and, and helping us out. Now, you know, with talking with you, um, I got treated really good, man, because because of Portal to Hell, I found a synth rock trio, okay, oh, called yeah. Voyager. Yeah. And if anyone's listening, if you're looking up Voyager, it's spelled Voyager, but where the E is, it's actually a three. I've never heard of this, um, and I'm a huge fan of synth music, and this band is from Detroit, Michigan, if I'm correct. Yep. And uh, they are badass. If you like Goblin or John Carpenter's soundtrack, uh, this is like... 
this is badass stuff. So how did Voyager get involved? Uh, um, Aaron Lupton, who's a contributor for uh, Room Org magazine, uh, um, and they uh, he writes uh, um, pieces on music for every issue, and uh, uh, he actually. Uh, it was one of his pieces that I saw that I read about, and and uh, so I tracked it down. I downloaded. There was a link there, and honestly, it was just like the after the first track, that was it. No, that's I, all it I, takes, I, man. That's all it takes. Yeah. I was like, I need to get in contact with these guys. This is our soundtrack, and uh, uh, um, yeah, and they were they were just there again, awesome people to work with. They they totally got it, and and so from uh, uh, we got to use. Uh, um, you know a few tracks from one of their albums doom fortress and uh as well they uh um they composed uh uh some some soundtrack atmosphere stuff for us as well so it, it was uh yeah it, it was a great match a great match and then they bring such fucking like yeah especially the last track over the credits i guess uh, that you'll see uh um in the film um it's just it's also it just is an all synth you know they do have like real percussion and guitar and everything so it was it was it, it was good it wasn't just all just electronic and that's what i really liked about their sound uh, um you know and uh yeah they complimented the uh they complimented the movie quite well now you're gonna bring them over to the feature hopefully yeah yeah definitely awesome definitely. i would love to see a marriage here man where you know like uh, future projects, man, that'd be really cool. Cause man, I was I was actually framing your interview today, and I just got lost in Voyager music, man. I was just writing oh, some stuff down, and I was like watching the uh, the trailer, and man, I was like, God damn, man, where have these guys been? Cause they are oh, really yeah. killer, man. Yeah, and they just released another album, I believe, it's called Are You Synthetic, and they actually have uh, uh, you can buy a cassette too. Oh, bitching. Cassette. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Man, and um, it was funny. I was looking up the uh, customer reviews on, like, uh, what was it, iTunes? Because, this again, this is all new to me for Voyager. And this one guy just said, he goes, five stars, light a big one, and kick this on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's, it's amazing stuff. It's amazing stuff. And it, their soundtracks were fake movies, too, really. Oh, yeah. It's the inspiration for... For uh, um, for their music, a lot of the time, yeah, it's just it's just tremendous stuff. I was like, someone needs to get a hold of Carpenter because I know he's on tour right now. I would uh, that'd be badass to have these guys open for Carpenter, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, well for sure. <laughs> well, how can Videoland find your short film? Where can we find it at? Right now, you'll have to kind of uh, um, check our Twitter and our Facebook page. Okay, and. Uh, uh, and uh, we're at the Portal to Hell movie on Facebook, and uh, you'll see Roddy. And then on Twitter, uh, I just let me just make sure I get the Twitter Twitter handle handle right. The Portal to Hell is our Twitter handle, and on there you'll be able to find what screenings we're at. We're still doing the festival round uh, rounds. Uh, we're playing. We have quite a few shows in the United States coming up. Uh, we'll be playing Dragon Con in Atlanta. We're playing the um, uh, Bruce Campbell Film Festival as well. Um, I, geez, I don't know what that is. That's in Illinois. I don't know what the date is. But if you check our Facebook, you'll definitely be able to find some dates. And soon enough, it'll be uh, on iTunes and stuff. But right now, it's still do it's still doing the festival circuit strong. So we're just keeping it on that. You know, any desire to work with Bruce Campbell? He seems like you guys would be a perfect fit. Yeah, absolutely. You know, he's he's the tops. He's he's great. He's but he's a very busy guy as well. 
uh, um, so it, I guess I don't know what his schedule would be like. But yeah, no, if I had the chance to work with him, I would jump at it. I, I love Ash versus Evil Dead. Uh, um, I can't wait to see the second season and just anything he does. He's just a great, charismatic, just fucking hilarious dude. Yeah, and, uh, Bubba Hotep, uh, man. Bubba Hotep is awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> But um, where uh, so when can we start hearing some news about the feature length film then? Um, I would say probably not until the fall. Okay. I would say in the fall we'd get a we'll get a better idea of where things are going to land, and, and we'll probably start attaching people then, and uh, and then we'll go from there. I think you know, and we were hoping to shoot this time next year, or you know, in the fall of 2017 by the latest. Uh, um, but yeah, we're, we're, we're looking forward to it, like getting the ball rolling on it. I'm on a couple of other productions right now. And then once those kind of, uh, finish up, you know, we'll be able to work on portal full time. Right on. And any dream projects, man, that you, uh, want to work on in the future? Yeah. Portal. <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> on, man. That's pretty much, that's pretty much, uh, uh, you know, where, all my hopes and dreams lie right now. Not really looking uh, past that, you know. Other than working on some amazing shows and stuff like that, that you know, on TV and that. But right now, yeah, Portal's where it's at. That's that's you know where where all my energy is going to be at. Awesome, and I have to ask, man. Portal to Hell is a badass name. You can't get no better than Portal to Hell. You kind of know what you're getting, don't you? Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Where'd that come uh, up? How did you get the Portal to Hell title? Oh, uh, that was just Matt. Matt, that was that was the, the title for uh, Matt had from the get go, Matt Watson and uh, um, yeah no it always stuck I think originally in, in in one pass of the short I remember Matt had Jack as a writer and uh, he was writing a novel or something like that and then then one of the exclamation marks was a number one. So it was like portal to hell, like as if the main character was typing the title, right? You know what I'm saying? So the explanation mark was, well, the, the, the number one was an, uh, an error, like uh-huh. holding the shit, taking the finger off the shift key kind of thing. Uh, uh, um, but it didn't, we ultimately had to go, we couldn't really do that joke because Jack wasn't a writer anymore, so it just didn't make sense to have that. But uh, uh, um, yeah, no, it was, it was always that. There was always a portal. And uh, um, Matt had that uh, title from the get-go. Right on. And um, in closing, man, um, any advice for people that are just breaking into the business, man? You're making some really cool stuff here, and I think you probably got some pretty good advice. You know, it's just perseverance, I think, plays such a big part, you know? And it's just like we got turned down for Portal a bunch of times from different finances, just for the short even, too. But we kept applying, we stuck to our guns, and even though they asked us, you know, even to change some things in the script, we never did. And, uh, um, you know, I think when, when, when you're making your films, when you're making your passion projects, things you really, really care about, you know, you really have to be uncompromising with your team's vision, you know, and, and, and perseverance and just sticking to your guns and keep working at it. And, you know, it'll all pay off. So I'd say it's just, it's just hard work and perseverance always pays off. Awesome. And again, where can Videoland find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter, Diviano, uh, uh, V-I-V-I-E-N-O. 
on Facebook. Um, that's kind of where I am. I'm, I'm not a big tweeter, but uh, I'm, I'm a big retweeter, <laughs> I guess. And then on Instagram as well, I'm at uh, Viviano. And uh, um, that's, yeah, those are two of the biggest places, I guess, best places you can find me. Awesome. Um, we are on Adventures in Video Land. Um, we, are, we support healthy living. So um, live healthy. Um, so you can actually live longer and watch more movies. That's kind of our philosophy here, okay? Awesome. So, yeah, so um, we're on Videoland, man. We are on um, adventuresinvideoland.com. Uh, we are all over the place. Um, all of our conversations begin and end on Facebook. And again, man, I just want to thank you for coming on. It's uh, taken a, a while because you're, you're completely busy. And uh, that's a good thing for us, though, that you're busy because you're making some. It looks like you're making some pretty cool stuff, man. So, again, thank you very much for taking the time tonight and coming on. Thanks, man. Yeah, and and, uh, and and I'll send you a link as soon as I can. And if if it slips my mind, please just 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 hit me. No and, problem, and, uh, man. Uh, um, I'll get the TASAP. All right, please let me close out this episode that. real quick. And again, thank you very much for coming on. No problem, pal. Take care. Talk to you soon.